0: Hey, this is Dr. Anderson. I just want to welcome you to our podcast, The Second Brain Podcast. We're excited that you're here. This is really our first one. Uh, We've been introducing it for a while, but this time we're actually going to spend some time. We're going to talk about our favorite subject. What's our favorite subject? By the way, this is Rosie. Rosie (laughs) works in our office, and Rosie really is our patient advocate. She's the person who really works with the patient on a daily basis, answering all their questions, making sure they're following through with their program. So, Rosie, what's our favorite subject without question? Digestion. Yeah, we. I live there. It's kind of a weird thing, I know, but it's something that it just, we have found out over the years that if you don't fix digestion or correct digestion, you really don't fix anything. So it's really one of the pillars of everything we do. So we're going to start today. We're going to talk about the importance at the upper part of our digestion in our stomach, this thing called hydrochloric acid. Now, you would think, or beta-hydrochloride, you would think that in the stomach, you shouldn't have any acid. In fact, most people think they have too much acid. But one of the things we find, Rosie, is this. Most people don't, right? They don't have and enough. They don't have enough. And What kind of some symptoms that they have as a result of that?
1: Belching, burning, bloating. Mm-hmm.
0: They, just feel, they just feel bad. Like, it all just sits right up here. Mm-hmm. And we see how many... I mean, and really, nowadays, it doesn't matter what age is it really from young to old people we oh, see oh
1: all ages yeah every everybody all
0: ages. um we know this science tells us that as we get older we do make less hydrochloric acid there's no question about that but we're seeing that in younger and yes. younger and younger people um one of the things we really notice it too, um, you can tell us, we, we do see a lot of female patients, no question about mm-hmm. that. And they're mm-hmm. under a lot of this stuff called
1: st- Oh, yeah. stress? Stress, yeah. yeah.
0: Stress. <laughs> you know, it's like getting the kids to school and getting there. And as a result of that, they lose, lose a little bit of that hydrochloric acid. Well, let's talk about for a minute why that's important. If mm-hmm. you don't have enough acid in your stomach and you eat food. Now, listen, I'm even talking about eating good food. Mm-hmm. But most people, what are they eating?
1: Rosie. Not good food. Not good food, no. not any <laughs> good <laughs> junk.
0: food. Junk, yeah. Basically, that's what they're eating. And as a result of that, they put that food in their stomach, they don't have enough acid, and then they get those symptoms that you talked mm-hmm. about, right? They got the okay. belching, burning, bloating and they go to their allopath, they go to their medical doctor, and then what do they give them when they go there?
1: Oh, they'll give them a, a proton pump inhibitor, Prilosec, mm-hmm. those types of medications.
0: Mm-hmm. So they're. Their thought process is, is that the patient has too much acid. And so they use a medication or Tums. That's the other Tums, one. Like they, yes. you know, Tums is a famous one. They use Tums, which reduces the acid in their stomach. But do you think that that's what really needs to happen? It's, it's not because then what happens to that food? It sits there and it basically does this what's it do it yeah it rots it rots i mean that is the worst thing about inside your stomach that food is just rotting and it makes its own acid and that's what they're belching and burning up hey i'm going to digress just a minute think about this if you have that kind of stuff that's in your stomach and it's now it's starting to irritate the lining of your stomach, one of the things that we're seeing is an increase in the amount of esophageal cancers Mm -hmm. because that acid from the food is just burning the lining of the stomach. It's a kind of a thin layer. It burns that off and not good at all. So as a result of that, um, those people are getting in trouble as a result Mm -hmm. of not digesting their food. So, um, Next thing that happens is this, let's talk about this. So food leaves the stomach and it goes into the small intestine. And if it's not acidic enough, it's not acidy enough, it sits there some more. And one of the things that we see a lot of Rosie is gallbladder trouble right? oh
1: my gosh yeah. yes
0: so a couple like, things Rosie tell us about what are the symptoms what symptoms do people have when they come in and we know they have a gallbladder trouble yes
1: it pain or nausea a feeling of wanting to vomit but they don't have to but they do mm-hmm. um, so that's, a, that's a telltale sign there
0: oh yeah exactly mm-hmm. all the way up to like acute discomfort but we don't see many of those people because they're heading for the emergency room those people mm-hmm. are in trouble already and that That's because the food's not acidic enough when it goes into the small intestine and that allows the gallbladder to secrete bile. Now bile does this, it breaks down fat. That's what it does. So again, if the food's not acidic, it won't do that. And the other thing, it won't release is what we call pancreatic enzymes. Mm-hmm. And those pancreatic enzymes digest the rest of the food up. So that's what happens there. Um, go ahead. Can I
1: ask just a, a question because some people may not um, know this, may not have a gallbladder, and are still having some issues. Mm-hmm. So if they are eating fatty foods without a gallbladder, what is something that they can use to help that process?
0: Yeah, it's a, Rosie, that's a great question. Here's what we know. People that have gallbladder surgery will by and large tell you over the course of the next six months, oh, I'm good, I feel great. And then all the symptoms come back again Mm -hmm. because they didn't get the underlying cause of the problem. And uh, so what ends up happening there is they can't emulsify or break down fat. Um, That's the person who will say, man, I don't know what's wrong with my stool, but it doesn't look right because they're not breaking down fat. They have bile and fat. Here's what happens. Normally, there's the gallbladder that secretes bile into the small intestine. Well, now you don't have a, a storage tank. A, a, so now, by chance, maybe some bile will secrete from the liver into the small into the small intestine, but back and forth. And, of course, one of the solutions, that's what Rosie's really asking, one of the solutions is those patients actually need to take a bile salt. They actually take yeah. a supplement to do that, and that helps them emulsify that fat. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I think it's important you everybody understand with this whole issue of the gallbladder is that's not the fix and it's not the cure and it never was. The reason was because the food that they digested into the small intestine wasn't acidic enough and so they just never broke it down now we do some things to find out kind of what's going on mm-hmm. um to make sure that we're going to get good foods and that we don't have any irritation we do some testing tell tell yes. us really about some of the tests uh, we, we do a
1: food sensitivity test called an IgG, igg test excuse me and we also test for candida in that test um, and then and we- we'll
0: talk, by the way, we'll be talking about Candida later. Oh, yes. That's like a whole hour all by itself, Candida. I know like some of you. a whole week. You, yeah, a whole week. We'll, <laughs> was it, it'll be a 24-hour marathon podcast for us doing that because that's a big, that's big issue. It, it really, really is. But anyway, so we test for that as well yes. as.
1: So back to the food test, just really quick. We test over 100 foods um, and it'll um, be specific to what each individual is sensitive to. Along with that, we do a test for um, bio-individual. It's a bio-individual assessment. Um, everyone's different. We're mm. all unique. So um, we take it a step further, have you answer a questionnaire, what foods you uh, may be sensitive to or crave, also what types of symptoms you're experiencing that may be tied to these certain foods that you're eating.
0: It, it's incredible. You know, the days of one, one food group or one diet fixes all, with people that we see today we just can't yeah. do it anymore yeah. and by the way we're very familiar with we'll throw out some names of you know the low this diet the low that diet the keto diet we're familiar with all those diets and they do work for certain people but a lot of the people that we see their guts are that compromised that we have to be very very specific with food
1: absolutely like
0: uh who would think uh, strawberries might give you trouble but yeah. we see it a lot mm-hmm. yeah I mean, you know obviously we're testing the biggies like food like a gluten and dairy. and dairy and stuff like that. We're testing those things. And by and large, most people are. Uh, that's a whole other podcast just on gluten yeah. itself and <laughs> what goes on there. I mean, it is a, it's is—it's amazing what the way gluten is today and what, what's causing problems. We'll try to talk about that. But that's a testing. So here's, here's the goal of today, what we wanted to talk about. That acid in the stomach is very, very important to break down the food, especially protein, so that it can be digested later down the, the tract. And if it's not, it creates all kinds of problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a philosophy uh, when it comes to digestion: you start from the top and work yourself down, um, just like a dial health from above down inside out. If you don't fix the top of digestion, nothing goes well from then on out. So, really important nice. that you understand that. Um, anything else, Rosie, as far as supplementation, doing HCL, we talked about bile salts. Uh, that there, thing.
1: if you have trouble breaking down proteins, there are supplements that you can use. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, there, there's always, um, something that can help you, but the, the whole foundation is eating the right foods and yeah. taking and no care of the, the issues. Yeah. So focusing you don't want on to, digestion. Another
0: great thing that, that we want to talk about here too is I use this term called green pharmacology and uh, we used to do that and it never, it it worked sometimes, but it didn't. So if you have this, instead of taking a medication, Hey, let's take this supplement or let's take that supplement. And we have people, we used to have what what I used to call it uh, bag day. Yeah. (laughs) Bring all your stuff, bring all your stuff. And literally people would bring like these bags and you're probably out there going, Oh my gosh, I have a whole bag full too. You probably do because you thought this, thought that, but you have to go back and do the basics. And one of the basics that we want to the takeaway message today is how important having the proper acid in your stomach is. So, mm-hmm.
1: so just be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share with your friends and family. And so remember health starts from above down inside out. Thanks for stopping by.
0: You bet. Thank you.